0: Two opinionated
1: women with strong views they aren't afraid to express chat loudly about current affairs, families, life. And everything else that's on their minds. PerryWise Women, the podcast, is Kelly Finlayson and Jackie Matthews, laughing, sharing, and sometimes crying their way into listeners' hearts and minds. Join Kelly and Jackie and their occasional guests for a weekly Escape from Reality to their zany world on the Ballerine Peninsula in Victoria, Australia.
0: Good morning, pal. How are you? Um, I'll just say I'm good, Jack, because I don't. We, we don't have time to talk about me today. So anyway, yeah. had a hell of couple of weeks, but on um, it's a beautiful sunny day, and I'm trying to convince my husband to take me to Van Loon's, but I'm not winning yet. <laughs>
1: oh well, you know yeah. I went to um, Ket Baker yesterday morning. Yep. Omg, mm. I'm, I should not oh. go there. I've been there twice now. And spent like way too much money and ate way too much Danishes. It's just divine. And it's a beautiful setup. Like, have you been
0: there? No, I drive past because I'm always going to Van Loon's and I'm like, oh, but you know, I'm celiac. So I really don't have a need for a bakery. Oh, yes. No. Yeah. yeah, Anyway, well,
1: we've got a, a guest again. Which is very exciting. I know, that's exciting. Someone else
0: wanted to talk to us, Jack.
1: (laughs) (laughs) To have an extra voice. So
0: I'll let you
1: welcome our guest this week.
0: So we'd like to introduce Lee Doherty, who many of you um, would know through the business channels in Geelong, has amazing experience, an amazing heart, beautiful woman, And she's joining us today to share probably not one of her most beautiful (laughs) moments, but you know, we are wanting to talk to as many women as we can because menopause is such a, I don't know, it's the word and it means so much, so many, sorry, so many different things to each of us. So welcome to Perry Wise Women podcast, Lee. Oh, thanks for having me. So I suppose we should just start with all that you said to me. So all I can remember from what you said to me, you were 40 and yeah. it was surgical It was probably,
2: yeah, surgical menopause. Yeah. So, yeah. So it, I think I'm trying to think back when we worked together at Chamber Commerce. I think I'd just had, I think I started maybe at the start of the year. I'm trying to think how long I'd. I reckon I must have had it a year prior to that, I think, okay. the surgery and everything like that. Yeah. So I, I had was trying con- to work it out too. Yeah. Because I don't yeah. know how old you are now. And
0: I, I, yeah, you know, so I'm, like, oh, I'm 49 now.
2: So this is all my girlfriends are now starting to go through <laughs> menopause. So at the time, you know, and I'm dating back my kids, my kids were nine, four, four. And five or six. So I was in the throes of raising young kids, trying to hold down part-time work. I think I threw in going to TAFE at night as well (laughs) to try and do a management HR course as well. It was just a crazy, I never thought I'd end up having so many women's health issues um, considering I never had any fertility problems falling pregnant with my children, so I'd never had any endometriosis or anything like that. Never really had any period pain or anything like that too prior. So my third, I think, what they think has happened, so my condition is, and I've just Googled it because I can never say the word correctly, no adenomyosis. Which is where the tissue that normally lines the uterus grows inside the wall, the muscle wall of the uterus. So it's similar to endometriosis, except the endometrial lining goes into the wall of the uterus, of the muscle. So every time I went to have a period, it was like, I can, ex- if anyone's watched, the Vampire Diaries, and someone puts their hand in the tummy and kills their. That was my, my my. It felt like a vice, like constantly, and I knew that because I'd gone from having zero period pain, that something was going on. It was just pro- progressively getting worse and worse, and it and it actually says there it most occurs late in childbearing years. So it happened after my third mm-hmm. child. Georgie was born quite quick. She was born under an hour. So the birth was quite quick and a little bit traumatic. So they think that that can set off the cells in your body to go a bit funny when there's a bit of trauma in that area. So that might be where it sort of started.
0: And it just. Um, lead do you. Yes. So do you know, is it a common occurrence or I is think this a rare? It gets,
2: yeah, I think it gets missed diagnosed I think you know like maybe 20 years ago there may have been a lot of women who and you got to think about the surgical procedures and the technology and everything that we have nowadays mm. is way different to what might have happened 20 years ago so I'm, I'm unsure I think it is it's not normal like it's not normal for it to happen it's not as common as endometriosis but I think the diagnosis sometimes gets You might be labelled you have endometriosis, but then really when they do exploratory surgery to see what's going on, they Mm -hmm. go, oh, no, this is happening sort of thing. So they sort of had awareness. I went into hospital, so they were going to do exploratory keyhole surgery to see what was actually going on. The worst thing that uh, the best advice that I could probably give anyone listening is to listen to your body. Your body, when you know that it's not right, listen, because I actually put off this, this exploratory surgery for six months. I feel if I had have done it when the the um, gynecologist said, yeah, you know, we need to have a look, and I'm like, no, it's busy time for work, you know, I'll try and slide it out sort of mm. thing, was detrimental to my health because subsequently once they had a look, Uh, I had a hysterectomy and they took an ovary and they said it was on my bowel. So they got it off my bowel, but it actually filtered throughout the inside. So as soon as I, yeah, so I wasn't aware I was having a hysterectomy. So, you know, when you sign a form and they said, we tried our best to, you know, but when we got in there and I can't hold them responsible or accountable because it was my choice to delay it so you know maybe six months I wouldn't be sitting here uh, now with no ovaries and you know having to have gone through that so six months later I then had I was still having a lot of uh, pain in my stomach which again was it regrew. if that makes sense on that ovary so then that was removed so being 40, so it was did, tough.
0: <laughs> so you woke up, so you went into surgery thinking they were just going to remove something or just yeah, explore. Or up, yeah, yeah. And, and you came out, um, you had a full hysterectomy.
2: Yeah, and they tell that to you while you're lying there, you know, like you got no idea what, where you are. The amount of time I feel like saying, can you just wait? Don't tell that type of stuff to me while my my partner's not in the room. Like even in recovery, I mean, I had it once, two times. You know, like they're trying to tell me on the bed, oh yeah, we took your other ovary. Do you know where you're going now? And I'm like, mate, I've just spoken. <laughs> <laughs> <aesthetic>. my husband's <laughs> not here don't tell me what what actually you did to me because I, I i have no idea that's just one thing that i was really annoyed with because i'm like yeah i know your job is done and you're like see you're at later i'm moving on to the next patient but i had sort of it took me a while to comprehend what had actually sort of happened
0: before you went in mm. so there was mm. no bedside chat i just this is really messing with my head. So there was no bedside yeah. chat about what possibly. I have an, yeah, I
2: have an opinion. Yes, there was, but I really maybe in my mind I thought, nah, it's I'm I'm just going to be you know like they'll be fine. It'll be fine. Though so, you know, I think I had it in my back of mind. I still would maybe have another child. Oh, oh. do you know what I mean? Like I said, it yes. was like you know I. I sort of was like, okay, so maybe I was 39 and I was like, oh, yeah, maybe I might have one more sort of thing. I had no comprehension. And I think I was in a lot of world of hurt for a long time. Do you know what I mean? Like I I remember thinking I have no pain, if that makes sense, even though I'd had surgery and I'd had quite lots of surgery at that stage. I didn't have the throb. The back pain throb that I was getting, which was obviously the um, inflammation throughout my body, you know, um, that was gone. So I was sort of happy about that, if that makes sense. So it was, but then, you know, I went six months on and I still had pain. And then they removed the ovary. And that was when the shit show started. That's <laughs> all oh I can my describe name. it as. Wow. But
1: then I like had no... Yeah,
2: and, and, and I can guarantee I think it happened on, like, Monday and by Thursday because um, it was keyhole surgery, so they're like, yeah, we take it out, one night stay, you're out sort of thing. By Thursday I'm back at the GP saying I could feel the flushes already happening. I could feel, oh, wow. you know, like, and here I am trying to recover from surgery, trying to get, at, you know, when you have anaesthetic and, you know, you're sweating that out as well. But I'm like, this is not a normal sweat. I could feel the, the boiling oil. That was what my flutters felt like, you know, like the boiling oil. So I was like, this is just unbelievable. And I probably wasn't getting supported very well, I think, by my GP. Um, though I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm 40. What am I supposed to do? You know, like it's sort of I've just had surgical menopause. And to tell you the truth, my gynecologist wasn't very helpful either. I felt more knowledgeable in the pro- in the public sector than I did in the private sector. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Yeah, armed with more knowledge about um, – so when I sort of had my kids, you know, like I was given all this information, brochures sort of thing, I had to do a lot of Dr. Google, which is the worst thing to
0: do, you know, like about <laughs> –
2: things that are happening to me
0: but what Lee, I, found I think is- we talked about this at the chamber because we all thought that we knew everything because we were looking at dr google the whole google. time
2: that's right that's right <laughs> but what i found was hard was a lot of the menopause information out there was based on my age now, you know, like my kids are okay. older, you know, yeah. take the time for yourself, you know, do the thing. And I'm like, I'm running around with three little kids, still yeah. trying to get one to kinder, two to school, start, you know, like it was just a total, oh, yeah, it's a sort of set of shit show. I've got people in my ear saying, don't take HRT, it'll give you cancer, you know, all this type of stuff. And then I'm going, but hang on, that's if you've got, functioning ovaries does that apply to me I'd go to the GP he couldn't tell me I just felt very lost very alone and yeah pretty silly at times that I didn't know what my was happening to my body like I'm just but on the same time I'm like oh my god I've just got to try and get through these days Mm. and so how did, did you
0: go on HRT
2: yeah I yeah so it was on off I I I I ended up at an endocrinologist because I was trying to fight, not go on HRT, but I'm going, I'm pretty sure what I'm experiencing, well, this is how I started Advent and Co. is basically out of severe menopause symptoms. I ended up at the endocrinologist. I couldn't, it took a while to get the, the right HRT to the point that it would work sort of thing. But the lack of sleep and I think just running on empty, trying to run around kids and do the normal life thing, the sleep deprivation killed me. But I actually had to leave work. My second, my job after the chamber, I actually had to leave because I couldn't talk. I was going into meetings and I couldn't work. I wouldn't remember your name, Kelly. Do you know what I mean? And I'd go... It was starting to affect my confidence. Um, I would be sitting there and then all of a sudden I would just flush and then, you know, I'd feel embarrassed. It was, I think more needs to be done around menopause in the workplace because it was a really hard thing to try and say to people, you know, like, I'm sorry I'm not at my capacity at the moment and I'm sorry I look like, I feel like a fool. I felt like my mental capacity was just done like and I went to the doctor and he goes you're pretty much your whole system is fried it's wired I'd forget my kids names I couldn't talk at night time I was it was taking me that much energy and effort to go to work and to try and keep straight like I think back now like it is a bit like it's it's hard for me because it was just so not me I mean Kel you would have seen me at the chamber you know like doing the stuff you know I
0: couldn't do that and it was just super sharp and that's why I'm really intrigued and the confidence
2: was really like you know it was shot
0: and your husband Jason
2: how did he cope with it he was really good like I ended up So I must have left work there in November and, like, had a medical certificate from the doctor. You need to have four months off sort of thing. I reset my sleep. I'd slept. I reckon I slept for the first week. I just stayed in bed and I just, you know, like... So the things like, you know, melatonin, really strict on trying to... So I'd finally sort of then got my HRT right as well. But it was... You can go on the HRT and if it's not right, you can still have those sweats, do you know what I mean? And it can still affect your sleep and everything like that. So really getting all the pieces right, I suppose, and having time to do that. I suppose mm. go to the doctor and go to the endocrinologist, and, you know, go, right, what do I need to do? And raise a family. The kids knew I was I was unwell. The kids mm. knew that, you know, mum was stuffed, mum was tired, you know. They knew, the, I must have been grumpy all the time, you know. I mustn't have been very fun to be around. And mm. Jason said, I want you to go to Bali. He goes, have a week, go to Bali, think about what you want to do. You know, what What do you want to do? He goes, I'll look after the kids, so, you know, like sort of thing. And that gave me time to think about what do I want to do for the rest of my life and how, you know, start looking after myself, which, you know, is menopause, but it's also what we do as women too. We put everyone first instead of us. Um, We don't put on the life jacket, the last minute type thing. So, and then it came back and then it came time to sort of, Leah, you and I love my all everyone I've worked for. Like, so I th- sound like I'm the most ungrateful employee, but, you know, I was like, no, I can't go back to work. What am I going to do? And um, that's when I'm like, there's this thing like vi- virtual assistants or, you know, freelance admin. Maybe I can do that from home. We can do everything. With- it was sort of five years ago, so we were starting to embrace working remotely and doing things from home and logging in and all that type of stuff, so... Yeah, I started my own business out of it because I just knew I was still in recovery mode and I still needed to have, even if they had reduced my hours to two days a week, I still, those two days a week might have been the days I couldn't get out of bed. So rather than letting people down, it was like, okay, let's have a crack at designing a business around me and my kids. Yep. So, yeah. And it worked. It, well it worked, yeah, it was still going mm, and yeah. I still pay for my coffee. So that's Yes. <laughs> the thing. But yeah, I, um yeah, so that's what I sort of say the positive came out of the shit show, basically. But yeah, it was such a really harrowing harrowing was is, is a word to describe it of trying to function as a normal person while you you know, you're mm. not normal. I was really, really surprised that the symptoms hit me so quickly, so quickly, you know, like four days after surgery and I'm saying to Jace, Oh my God, I said I think, you know, I'm starting to flush, you know, like I'm starting to get it all out of my system, sort of thing. So yeah, bizarre. Bizarre.
0: I would have And I recall you going I recall you going You were like what do I want to say offline? Because you know, you were you worked at the chamber and then you went to your next job and I can't remember what that was, but yeah, it was still always, you know, Mm. vibrant and crazy and loud and Lee. And Mm. then I remember thinking and this is how people think, and I remember thinking, Mm. Did I do something to upset Lee? Do you know, like that's years ago? Because you just went silent and it was Oh God! Where, what's going on? It probably took. It probably took a good year
2: to yeah. re, like probably six months to reset my sleep, um, mm. and now I'm still very conscious now that of pushing because I have no, no hormones basically. Like I'm still very conscious of if I get tired, like, you have to watch it. Do you know what I mean? Because then I can get. I, I remember being. Fried and wired is what I I term it, you know, like it was. I'd have bursts of energy and then just completely <laughs> fry sort of thing. So yeah, getting out, you know, like getting out of bed to go to an early event or a networking and stuff like it was embarrassing. It it really did challenge my confidence that period of time. Do you know what I mean? And, and wow. it was a little bit embarrassing, you know. You're too. The amount of times I heard you're too young to be in menopause, and I'm like. I bloody well know that. But, you know, like, please don't don't state the the pleading obvious. I know. I know it's too. And then, you know, people wanted to know and I'm like, it's really embarrassing. Do you know what I mean? I'm I'm not embarrassed now, but at the time when my friends are still having babies and, you know, like it was (laughs) bizarre. Yeah, bizarre. And and there's women that are younger than me that go through that. Mm. Like I just... Yeah, Mm -hmm. and before they have children, like I am so lucky that I have three beautiful kids. Do you know what I mean? Like that Mm -hmm. I've had, like as I said, no other no other issues apart from this that occurred, sort of thing. So, but yeah, the information out there and the support, I think, for. I wasn't young at the time but young for menopause it's hard it was hard and maybe it was five years I think it's probably better nowadays but you know five years ago there was people saying just go and do yoga with your free days
0: I've got no free days what am I supposed to be doing
1: I don't think think uh... you're right I don't think that it probably has progressed a little bit, but we've found that from the people that we talk to and the people that message mm-hmm. us, that it still is like you just said, like you're embarrassed, and it's mm-hmm. like you're in work meetings, and you know, you you just think if you go into a work meeting and well, not so much now if you've got a cold because you're not meant to have a cold either. Yeah. Just say back yeah. before, pre um, pandemic, if you went into work and you had a run <laughs> or you know a sore throat, like you'd be like, oh. You know, excuse me, like got a sore throat. Yeah. oh maybe a little bit off because you know they've got a sore throat. Yeah. You go in there and say, oh, sorry guys, uh, a little bit off because uh, you know I'm going through menopause. Like, right right bratty. Yeah.
0: They're yeah. like, didn't oh, sleep last
1: night. Yeah. You know, it's we don't want that information. <laughs> or <laughs> why are you wearing?
2: Why are you wearing short sleeves? Yes. You Oh, know I mean, yeah. you know, It's 15 <laughs> yeah. degrees yeah. out. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I want to dress like you know, like. And it was always, you know, the singlet top under every, you know, the layers. And you know, oh, aren't you cold? And I'm like, no, no, not cold. <laughs> I just keep working. So, yeah, yeah.
1: so it's and freezing it's in like- here. And they're
2: walking around with jumpers. <laughs> You're dressed yeah. like summer. A fan, You're summer holidays. Yeah.
1: But your fan. Well, I, I suppose yeah. this is uh, one of the main, the main goals. I suppose that we want to do um, with Perry Wise Woman. Podcast is to open that conversation and make it that it is a normal conversation and that it's not embarrassing Mm. for people to say, Oh gosh, I'm having a hot flash. Excuse me. But you know, like, you know what? It's okay. Um, Yeah. And and, yeah, like, it's normal. Yeah. yeah, There would have been those days where, yeah, you can't get out of bed and you're like, you know, really flat. There's those days. Mm. But then there's those other days where it's just like, Oh, I'm having a conversation. All of a sudden I'm dripping and I'm all right. Five yeah. minutes later, oh, I'm okay now. Yeah. You know, like, yes. just, just like you're yawning or coughing or sneezing. Yes. How do we make yeah. it like that? That's how people accept it, you know. And yeah. there's also and the so
0: times, funny. Jack, that you um that we, like I've been in meetings recently. So I, you know, I started a new job at the start of the year yeah. and was brain. I don't know. My brain was. I don't even know where my brain was. But fog. I, the, the fog that comes with it. Yeah. Brain yeah. Fog, yeah. But you, do you know what? And I'll be in, in meetings and then I think, oh, what did that person talk about? Like in the team meeting or something, what did, what did he even say? What, did I, I didn't take any notes. So now I write absolutely everything down, everything, yeah. everything, everything.
2: Yeah, um, you, can't, you can't rely on your previous I think and that's my thing is is that I was so used to going yep 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 and yes. but I, I can guarantee yeah. I am back to that okay. I just still do have the tiredness and stuff like that so I don't yeah. have any flushes anymore nothing no HRT coming off it I'd, I'd test myself do you know what I mean like I'd, I'd just go right I'm going to take the patch off and see how I go the only time I get flushes now um uh, alcohol is alcohol's the only thing that will sort of you know but I don't drink much alcohol either um I've recently become a diabetic and that's a whole nother shit yeah. show yeah. <laughs> yeah so yeah alcohol sort of it it was one of my triggers for really bad flushes so um I know that I think that that's it could depend for some women, but that was a really major trigger for me. So going okay. home and going, I, I'm going to take a few glasses of wine to try and help me sleep tonight would actually just make it even worse for me yeah. sort of thing. And it wouldn't be, you know, drinking a bottle of wine. Just one glass of wine was enough to send the flushes. <laughs> <laughs> or oh, wow. send me into a sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was just that was how my body just reacted to it sort of thing. So yeah. I I had to look for other alternatives. Um, But melatonin was the big thing that really helped me with my sleep. But talking about working women, I think maybe, you know, if you shift back 20, 30 years ago, older women weren't staying in the workplace that long, do you know what I mean, to work through menopause and stuff like that. I have seen in some of – I'm in a few online – women business networking groups and communities and stuff like that and I know that I, I saw something recently that, that a HR lady is getting a grant to talk about facilitating programs of menopause in the workplace and stuff like that because mm-hmm. we are staying longer in our careers which is yeah. fabulous but yeah we are going to have to try and yeah. be comfortable enough to say to <laughs> HR, you know like you know We've got to look at options. We've got to look at whether it is reducing, you know, to part-time or, you know, Mm. flexi-time or the days that you can't, you know, you've had three nights of unable to sleep. Can I try and work from home, you know, the rest of the week um, Mm. to get the job done, but I've just got to catch up on sleep? You know, it's the dropping off of the kids and then finding a car park and then getting to work by 9 o'clock thing that really Throughout my confidence to be able to continue in work in a normal in a normal way, but probably post COVID, now that everyone has realised that my workers are great and they can do the same thing that they can do from home, hopefully employers will you know have have a rethink of how they can actually support their employees through this time. That you know it's not anyone's fault; it's nature. You know, it's not something that they've we've bought on our, upon ourselves. It's a part of life. And yeah, you're right. There's gotta be more more options for us to be able to to work through it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I yeah. just had to create absolutely. my own. Yeah. 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 And the pandemic probably has been a little bit of a godsend. But also, yeah. um, like you just said before, that years ago women weren't working at this age. Mm. Well, women weren't really working at all. Let's face it. Yeah, you know, like a lot yeah. of women didn't mm. actually work at all. So, I mean, my great, my grandmother and my great grandmother, maybe they worked in a factory when they were pre kids, but once they had kids, yeah. they were married, mm. they would, you know, stay at home moms, and um, yeah, and so you know, they had their own issues to deal with with going through menopause. Um yeah as in that role but um, but now it is it's something that um really needs to be talked about, and talked about not so much in a scientific sense as well, but like in a, a behavioral sense, like you know mm. this is how we can um make we still operate still function, you know fit it into strategic plans, so that it all still yeah is, yeah. is, is relevant because those women, yeah, sure, might be like up and down here and there, but does not discount their.
0: No.
1: value in a company yeah so mm, yeah
0: yeah, yeah. No. yeah and you've got to, and understanding like, think, the emotion too i think yeah. Uh, yeah that needs to be put out there that you know the emotions of a menopausal woman is something that that menopausal woman is trying to get her head around Under, as yes. well
2: yeah and that's what i mean everyone's so, journey is different and yeah you know, there's not a one size fits all. So, and like, as I said, I think it took me three or four different types of HRT with an endocrinologist. So not just with my GP, I had to get a referral to someone who specializes in the hormones to try and get it right for me to get start. You know, it was, it was just bizarre times. I just, mm-hmm. and, and I, and I, I hated going to every bloody specialist and repeating the journey. Like it was just like, you know, yeah. like I'm in the middle of you know the worst time of my life. I just don't know what's going to happen next. Yeah, there was a some stage I'm like, am I ever going to be able to get back to work? Am I ever going to get back to to Do You know what I mean? Like, mm. would I be able to be myself? When I had that time off, I just had no idea, and that's why Jason sort of packed me up to my happy place and said, go have some time. You know, sit by the pool, read. Sleep, sleep, sleep and, you know, like I think that that was the best thing. You know, it doesn't necessarily need to be overseas but just have some time to contemplate and and think. When you're so busy doing, it's really hard to put forward thoughts of what you actually your life wants to look like and stuff like that. So I'm glad Mm -hmm. I had that sort of thought that maybe I could do my own business or do what I do well four people from home, and COVID has been a big tick for my industry um, as far as everyone know now knows. Hey, work can get done without someone sitting beside me in the office. So um, my business is booming, which is fabulous, do you know what I mean? But um, And and it started off okay too. I think the, that was the beauty, I suppose, Kelly, of working in Geelong business and the networking. Everyone gets ex- – experienced how you work and and knows how you operate. So thankfully they had a really good image on me before I crashed. Um, <laughs> so when I was on the way up again, I got the client, so that's good.
0: So is that a message to younger women to not be a bitch before menopause because we won't support you? <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, but well, your yeah. journey sounds I don't
2: even it was know. just a I, different menopause that, journey. Yeah,
0: yeah like but I it's just, a com- yeah. completely different to so many mm. more, you know, mm. the rest of us or, you know, you are, um, yours is slightly unique. Mm. And, and how many years yeah.
1: are we talking, Lee? Like so you said that you... So I'm
0: in, in I would
2: say nine, I'm 49 nine. this year and I think it was 39 or 40 that I had the surgery. So I've probably been feeling good. I think I stopped HRT three years ago and it took a while for the, you know, the occasional. It was nothing like at the start that surgical menopause is like uh, your hormones, you have none. (laughs) They're not slowly, you have none. You all of a sudden have none. You have Mm -hmm. nothing. Mm -hmm. So it was like wham, bang. Thank you, ma'am, straight away sort of thing. So, yeah, yeah. So I probably haven't. Like I'm trying to think, like I used to have to go on holidays and buy, you know, what do they call it, a waterproof, you know, I've got all the waterproof sachets to stick over my HRT so I can go swimming in the swimming pool and do all that type of stuff. I reckon it's been about three years since. Okay. But it took a lot of those years too, like I think it took two years for me to finally get to an endocrinologist and go, this is – oh." and the thing that made me feel that I wasn't stupid was the endocrinologist said, if menopause symptoms are 1 to 10, you're at 11. So I go, (laughs) thank you, thank you. I I am justified for not feeling like a nutbag. Like I was just like – because I'm just thinking maybe it's in my head, maybe this is – and because I didn't have any peers – I tried to talk about it with my mother and nothing against my mother, but because she had a a normal menopause, she couldn't understand. She goes, why are you, you know, I go, because I've got nothing left. I go, you've got stuff. I said, I didn't have a nice, you know, like it's slowly going. I know it's not nice, but do you know what I mean? I didn't have the, the, the normal journey. So trying to tell her, you know, and she's the one saying, you're going to get breast cancer for HRT. I know people have got breast cancer from it. And mm. I'm like, mum, that's not, that might have been, you know, I said, that's not true anymore. You know, it depends on a lot of factors that they've since done research on, I think, you know, like I think smoking and a few other factors, but it was sort of, I suppose, her generation. So if she's 70 now, she's 30 years Twenty years older than me. Twenty years older than me. We're told, you know, HRT will give you breast cancer, and so they, they were, probably yeah. had a had a bad time through it too. Yeah, you know, and it didn't mean
1: this. It, it was all pretty much propaganda to just yeah, just uh, let yeah, you know, for women. But look, I, yeah. I guess we've we've we're nearly running out of time, and I suppose um, you're you've just illustrated that there is so many different ways that. People can go through menopause. You've yeah. done it, like just like smash straight into it and then straight out. I guess like when we say straight, we look at like you know it feels like a lifetime when you're going through that over those years. But yeah. then now you know, like when you look at your lifespan, you're like, well, eight nine years out of your life. You know, like and yeah. then move on, and you can. So I guess I, what I'm trying to say is that anyone else out there that is going through that, you know, unknown doesn't know what it will end you know and we, we mm. keep hearing this now somebody yeah. asked me on the beach the other day this will pass <laughs> we've just got yes, really just remember that it's not forever and that it will pass and it happened
2: like i remember one of the
1: mums at school said
2: uh she might have been a little bit older than me um she goes you're not gonna believe it she goes i went to the doctors to have a blood test She goes oh and um yeah you're through menopause she goes I didn't even know I was in it I'm like oh my god you are blessed you are absolutely mm. blessed <laughs> you know she goes she goes I can't believe that I didn't even feel anything sort of thing and I'm like oh my god because I'd never I'd heard that that could happen yeah. um and when she said it she goes I can't believe that this has happened to me Do you know what I mean? yeah. that I've got the tick that you've got through it but Didn't even know. Um, Mm -hmm. Very fit and healthy. I don't know if that was a a thing, but I think yeah, I got no idea. Yeah, so I have no idea what would have happened had I been going normally through. Yeah, I don't know when it would have hit. I don't know when it would have started. Now, got no idea. That's right. But um, yeah, Mm -hmm. you were it. Yeah, this
1: too shall pass. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you for sharing your uh, journey. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it's great. Right. Thanks yeah, for thank having you. me, girls. Yeah. yeah. No worries. Well, thanks, Cal, for another interesting guest. And uh, we'll thanks.
0: <laughs> next show. I'll see who I can find next week. <laughs> <laughs> Go
1: out there and find the next menopause person. All yeah. right. Thank you so much,
0: Lee. Love you, Lee. Bye. <laughs> Ciao, Perrys.
1: Thank you for listening to the Perrywise Wise Women podcast. Jackie and Kelly would love for you to join their collection. Go to their Facebook page, Perrywise Women, and join the group. Let them know who you are,
0: what topics you'd like them to discuss, and anything else that's on your mind.